All right, joining me now, CNN senior political commentator and former Congressman Adam Kinzinger and senior columnist for The Daily Beast, Matt Lewis. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Um, Congressman, I, I want to start with you. You, yesterday, I think, just yesterday, put out an ad on Twitter urging independents to go to the polls in New Hampshire. Are there enough independent, undeclared voters to, to swing the state for Nikki Haley as opposed to Donald Trump's numbers look really good polling-wise? Yeah, I mean, I think there are. It's, you know, it's it's New Hampshire. It's It has this history, this tradition. I mean, John McCain won it in 2000. It, it likes to do things a little bit differently. And so I think it's, I think Nikki Haley probably has substantial GOP support there. Maybe not if it was only restricted to Republicans voting. Uh, she may come in underwater to Trump. But with the, with the independents there, I think they can make a significant difference, and New Hampshire likes that. They like to be able to say that they're more than just kind of your typical, we're stuck in only Democrats or only Republicans. We like to do things differently. So it can make a difference. I think she's suffering a little from expectations, which is everybody's kind of expecting she's going to win. And if she doesn't win, it's going to be seen as a disappointment. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. All right, Matt, now to you, some, doing some really good reporting on DeSantis. DeSantis, done. His presidential campaign over. He announced it over the weekend. He was sort of touted as the, at the beginning as the better alternative to Donald Trump. What happened? <laughs> well, I think a lot of things went wrong. But you know, I was thinking uh, just today, we shouldn't really be talking about Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. This should be Ron DeSantis in New Hampshire. And I think it could have been. He made a lot of mistakes. But I think maybe one of the one of the fundamental mistakes was that Ron DeSantis didn't try to get me and Adam on it part, as part of his coalition. I mean, <laughs> there's a scenario where Ron DeSantis runs against Donald Trump and he, he basically tries to become a hybrid who brings in uh, Republicans who don't like Donald Trump and also Republicans who voted for Trump but are ready to move on, that he could have tried to be a hybrid candidate. That would have essentially, I think, boxed out Nikki Haley. There's no reason for Nikki Haley to run if Ron DeSantis becomes a candidate who is at least minimally acceptable uh, to non-Trump Republicans. Instead, DeSantis tried to become Trump light. Now, if you're already voting for Trump, why would you vote for Trump light? So I think he started off with this fundamental uh, flawed strategy. And then when it didn't work, what did he do? He decided, let's go after the Elon Musk vote. Let's go after the even like rarer, weirder kind of, uh, you know, right wing edgelord Twitter, uh, very online vote. And so, um, look, yeah, I, I think that there's a scenario where Ron DeSantis could have, in fact, gotten in this race early, gotten in in January instead of waiting till the summer. He could have run aggressively. And uh, who knows? I think we'd be talking about him instead of Nikki Haley. I'm curious, um, Congressman, when you look at this race, if Nikki Haley pulls out a, a second here, uh, or if there's the possibility she comes out ahead of Donald Trump, I mean, if she doesn't do that, is this basically over for her? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Matt's right. I just want to say quickly on that with, uh, with DeSantis, because look, I, I think his calculation was Donald Trump is going to go down with all of his you know, legal challenges and stuff, and I'll be the heir apparent. Not a bad play if that actually happens, but when you're not part of like telling the truth to the base about the fact that Donald Trump is corrupt, you can't expect everybody else, you can't expect Matt and I to go do it, you know, put us down and then wish we would have actually been more successful. So in terms of Haley, I think, I think maybe a very close second place, you know, point or two, 
maybe keeps her in the running through South Carolina. She probably stays in the running through South Carolina regardless. I hope she does because this needs to go on. But if she wins, it's going to drive Donald Trump batty. And I think the hope here is we'll see yet again how insane he is because he's going to go apoplectic about it. And, uh, and, and she may gain some in that. I do think for her to be competitive through the longer primary season, though, she actually has to win tomorrow. I think anything short of a win, um, they can obviously spin as really good, and it probably would be, but the expectation are she has to, is that she has to win New Hampshire because that's her only opportunity at this moment. Right, and you know, have South Carolina coming up after that. That is her home state, and already there's been some endorsements um, from some of her fellow uh, lawmakers in her state that have gone to Donald Trump. If she loses that, it's, it's, that's hard for a candidate to come back from. I do want to ask you, Matt, you know, DeSantis is out. Where do those votes go? I mean, you said he's trying to out-Trump Trump. That's kind of was his pitfall, his downfall. Do those votes just kind of go over to Donald Trump from those who are going to vote for DeSantis? Or do you think there's a chance Haley can snag some of those? Uh, look, I, I think that probably 80% of those votes will go to Donald Trump, and only because we've seen that as part of the polling. DeSantis did kind of run more as a MAGA candidate, uh, and then he endorsed Trump, and then he attacked Nikki Haley in that endorsement. So I think most of those votes uh, will go to Donald Trump. It will hurt Nikki Haley. What she needed was Chris Christie to get out. She needed Vivek and DeSantis to stay in. That would have been very helpful. Um, the, if, if we're looking for a silver lining, I would say I think that uh, anything that shakes things up right now, because I don't think Nikki has provided enough excitement. You know, we didn't have the debates in New Hampshire that we normally have. So anything that shakes things up, maybe that helps her in some, you know, sort of weird vibe way. But uh, if we're looking at the numbers, if we're looking at math, I think it's a net loss for her. Yeah, I mean, we've been listening to her this morning, and she's been more sharp in her attacks against Donald Trump than I think we've heard uh, this whole time. But it is 24 hours yeah. before people vote. Adam Kinzinger, Matt Lewis, thank you, gentlemen, so much for that conversation. Appreciate you it. Bet.